What are we looking for in year one of the Kenny Dillingham era? That's what we're going to talk about on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, back from sickness, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Special shout out to the everydayers that are here every day. Where, where, ugh, I can't talk. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content and stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Let's get into today's conversation. We've been talking a lot about the future of the program. And I think it's far time that we start talking about the expectations for Kenny Dillingham. I talked a lot about Dillingham a a while ago. And I've been talking about just about everything else since then. Talked about the assistant coaches. Talked about the incoming recruits. Talked about the, the overall view of the program for 2024. And I think now is the time to start taking a look at 2023 again, start bringing our focus back to this upcoming year, start focusing again on Arizona State football for 2023. Let's let's go ahead and establish the, the kind of goals that we have specifically for Kenny Dillingham this year, year one, first year head coach, first time head coach. Let's talk about it. So, I think where we can start our conversation is with establishing some kind of continuity that revolves around getting this new culture moved in, getting this new overall idea of what Arizona State Sun Devils football is going to be about for the next however many years under Kenny Dillingham. This not only includes the players and the coaches, this also includes the fans. And this is what I mean by that. Kenny Dillingham has has mentioned on more than one occasion and has gotten the hashtag trending on Twitter more than once, activate the Valley. What Kenny Dillingham wants to do is to get everybody inside of the Valley, Phoenix, Tempe, uh, Glendale, Peoria, Mesa, Scottsdale, whatever have you, wants to get them back into the Arizona State Sun Devils football program. And by that, I mean getting them bought in, getting them invested, selling out games, tailgating like crazy, raising the viewership, buying merchandise, and overall supporting this athletic program. And it's more than just Arizona State football. Kenny Dillingham wants to establish everybody buying into Arizona State sports, period. But focusing specifically on football, we want to have our own fans in the seats. We don't want to see opposing colors in our own stadium when we're trying to play football games. We also don't want to see a bunch of empty seats. I know last year attending the games, there there was a lot of that. There was a lot of empty seats that were going on during these football games. We got to change that. We got to change that culture. That's what Kenny Dillingham is focusing on. Bring it back to the player side of things. It's been a very lackadaisical program over the last few years because of Herm Edwards and his way to relax nature with the program and just kind of going with the flow and cash and paychecks. 
you know, Sean Aguano started to get that changed last year when he had taken over as the interim head coach for the team. We had heard from the players that things seemed a lot more upbeat and people were buying into what Coach Aguano was putting out there. Not only is Aguano back, but I mean, you also have Kenny Dillingham coming in, who's going to be continuing to build upon what Coach Aguano had started and continuing to establish his own demeanor with this program. Kenny Dillingham, even though he's a young guy at 32, 33 years old, is also somebody who has a very disciplined demeanor compared to Herm Edwards. This is very different from what these kids have previously seen at Arizona State. He is somebody who expects excellence and will not settle for anything less. This is a guy who has a clear vision of what he wants, and he's not going to stop and he's not going to settle until he's got exactly that. This is what Arizona State Sun Devils football needs is that kind of direction, that kind of determination, that kind of overall mentality, mindset, and attitude to want to change the program for the better and to get everything right. This is what I'm talking about with the culture. His coaching staff, this is also like a bunch of hand-picked guys who have ties to the Valley. Uh, Jason Mons is probably the biggest example that I can think of here as somebody who had a lot of success coaching inside of the Valley at the high school ranks, brings him up into the college ranks, and that's going to help the recruiting inside of the Valley. That's something that Kenny Dillingham has established. Vince Amy, the defensive line coach, was a former Arizona State Sun Devil back in the 90s. He brings him in. So many of the other coaches on this roster have have ties. DJ Foster is part of the personnel staff. This is a guy who was playing for the program 10 years ago, and they clearly want him in this building because what they want to establish is the identity of keeping kids inside of the state, bringing them in, making them household names, and building their reputation inside of the place that they grew up. This is what Kenny Dillingham's identity is. He wants these Arizona kids. He wants them to stay. He wants to build the program around Arizona. And props to him because there's quite a bit of talent here in the state of Arizona that is his for the taking it to complete this vision that he has. Like it's, it is right there for him, for him to seize, to grab, to harness, to change Arizona State Sun Devil Sports forever. This is Kenny Dillingham's culture. This is Kenny Dillingham's vision. It's going to be up to him to stick to that and to make sure that no matter what, this is something that he's going to, to manifest and, to ultimately create for Arizona State Sun Devil Sports to change forever. Step one, establishing that new culture. If you're looking for a delicious snack, but you don't want the sugar and calories, you need to get the best tasting protein bar ever. It's built. You got to try this. If you're like me, you want to eat healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste. I got just the thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. They're so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. You got to try this. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, and more. I don't know how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is they're healthy. It's 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Now you don't even need to wait around to get a box for years. We've been talking about getting you getting and ordering your built bars at built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club 
and still get those specialty flavors at Built.com. Head to your nearest Walmart today, go to the pharmacy section, and get yourself a box of Built Bars. You can get a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. If you're closer to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff, churro puff. You can thank me later. Get yourself a great-tasting protein bar. Get yourself Built Bar. You got to try this. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. And a special shout out to the everydayers. Tomorrow's episode, we'll be talking about Kenny Dillingham's plan for the 2024 season. So make sure you tune in for that as we continue to talk about the direction of Arizona State Sun Devils football under Kenny Dillingham. Back into our conversation now, taking a look at the next step for what we want to see out of Kenny Dillingham in year one. It is absolutely going to be getting the most out of this transfer class. Arizona State has been a team that has had to attack the transfer portal because they have had so many kids enter the transfer portal. When you place yourself in that situation, this is this is the way that you live, eat, breathe, and sleep. You have to use the transfer portal to your advantage. Arizona State lost a lot of kids over the last two years, over 40 kids between 2022 season and 2021 season. Arizona, or excuse me, between the 2022 season and the 2023 season that's upcoming, they've lost over 40 kids at the transfer portal. This is a substantial amount of talent to lose, no matter how you slice it. And Arizona State is going to have to try and figure out what they're going to do moving forward. What they have done successfully is bring in a lot of transfers. Last year, you had plenty of impact guys. You know, you had on the offensive line, Des Holmes and Chris Martinez were starters for you. You were... You brought in, on the defensive side of the ball, Nesta Jade Silvera, Corey Bethley. Those are guys that played very important roles for you. Chris Edmonds was another guy. This was a team that really depended on its ability to bring in those transfers in order to generate that success. X Validate was another, another one of those transfers. This year, Arizona State lost a ton of guys, but they brought in a ton of guys. They have one of the best recruiting classes in the country when it comes to transfers. They brought in over 30 guys. They've got... They've got guys littered throughout the roster. They got tons of new receivers. They got new running backs. They got new offensive linemen. They got tons of new defensive guys. And the biggest chess piece of all is quarterback Drew Pine. Now, whether or not Drew Pine ends up being the starting quarterback for the team is yet to be seen. And I'm sure a lot of people have different feelings one way or the other about Pine being the day one, week one starter for the team. But neither here nor there, even if it's not Drew Pine, what we need to see is Kenny Dillingham get as much production and as much success out of this new transfer class that's coming into Arizona State. Because again, this is a transition period and there's been a lot of guys that have been lost to the portal, uh, both both big names that are starters and guys that have been death pieces. This is a very trying time for Arizona State Sun Devils football to figure out what their direction is going to be moving forward. They need to establish a culture 
like we previously mentioned, but also establishing a culture that this is a place that kids want to come and play for. We've seen such an emphasis on bringing back kids that played in the Valley. Tate Romney and Crew Jackson on the defensive side of the ball. Jake Smith was another guy that they wanted to bring in. These are just a handful of guys that played in the state of Arizona. I don't have the list in front of me, but I promise you it's a lot of kids that they brought in. They they brought in some other high-end talents as well, uh, Clayton Smith being one of the top, top recruits that they were able to bring in, a former high four and five-star prospect out of high school, brought in to Arizona State, expected to make a big-time impact for the team. They brought in some, some bodies on the offensive line, Bram Walden, Lee Fontanu. There's uh, Ben Coleman and Aaron Frost when those guys are able to get healthy. Lots of competition here for Arizona State that they've been very happy to bring in. Uh, I talked about hometown kids, Jacob Conover, the quarterback, who we can't count out on this competition. Also somebody who was brought back. They they clearly have an emphasis on those hometown kids, right? But they also have an emphasis on bringing in uh, former highly recruited guys to the program. Again, Clayton Smith was a four-slash-five-star guy. Drew Pine was a four-star guy. They want to show that they can get the top recruits that hit the transfer portal to bring them in and and get other recruits to notice like, hey, Clayton Smith just went to Arizona State. That's really interesting. Maybe I should consider Arizona State. Consider Arizona State. This is what we need to continue to do. Establish that the transfer portal is going to be one of the ways that we build this team. This was something that Kenny Dillingham had mentioned in his introductory conference is he wanted to attack the transfer portal and he wanted to start building the team in his image through the transfer portal with guys that have already had some college experience, maybe some proven guys that have gotten opportunities to play otherwise. This was something that Kenny Dillingham was all over. This is something that he has shown the execution to bring in the guys. Now we just need to see it translate onto the football field. We need to see that these transfers that he brought in are going to be reliable guys. They're going to be potential starters or at a minimum key contributors in a rotation role or whatever have you. They need to be able to show that they can they can build upon this transfer class. There's a lot of talent here, and I would anticipate that Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham are going to do whatever they can to get the absolute most possible out of this transfer class. One more time, thank you so much to the everydayers and to everybody else that is listening as often as possible. Tune in tomorrow as we take a look at the game plan for Kenny Dillingham in the 2024 season specifically. Tune in tomorrow as we discuss that. Final step here, and this is the most obvious one out of all of them. You need to show the development of your incoming recruiting class. There is quite a bit that's coming in here. There's tons of tons of talent. A lot, a lot, a lot of three-star guys. Corbin Hendricks. Um, it would really help if I had this list in front of me. Uh, Corbin Hendricks and, oh my goodness, I, I don't want to butcher names. And I don't have time to pull this list up in front of me. Point point is, they got receivers that are coming in. They've got offensive linemen. They've got tons of guys on defense, uh, especially in the secondary. They've got running backs that are coming in. They've got the biggest piece of all, and this is an impossible name to forget, Jaden Rashada. Rashada, a high four-star, five-star prospect coming out of high school. Decommits from Florida, comes to Arizona State. His father played here. He is a legacy kid. 
He's a highly, highly recruited, highly talented kid. And he's somebody that Kenny Dillingham has had his eyes on for quite a while now. And he's coming to Arizona State. And he is 100% anticipated to one day become the future of Arizona State Sun Devils football. Whether that's in 2023 or 2024 is yet to be seen. But what you need to show here is that you can start developing these guys. Ashley Williams is one of the dudes that I'm most excited about on the defensive side of the football. CJ Fight, somebody I've talked about many and many and many times, is another guy that I want to see. What we need to see, not even so much like so many of these freshmen being like full-time starters or so many of these freshmen being key role players in year one. What you want to see is the development of these guys. So maybe you don't see them very much week one, but hopefully you see these guys by week 12. You can start to see the development of your recruits, the overall, I don't want to say result, but the, I, I can't think of the word, still still dealing with my uh, my sickness that knocked me out over the weekend. But you want to see the benefits from a recruiting class that, while it didn't have a ton of star-studded talent in terms of literal stars, still has a lot of guys that are interested in being difference makers. These are guys that are recruited by Kenny Dillingham. CJ Fight, the lone kid who was recruited by the previous regime, but even after he decommitted, he ended up recommitting to Arizona State almost immediately. Everyone that Kenny Dillingham has recruited to this program so far has shown that they want to be here. They want to be a part of the change because I'll tell you what, this is not a team that's going to win a ton of games in 2023. More than likely would be obviously very happy to be proven wrong with that. But this is not going to be a team that has ridiculously high expectations. I still stand by my prediction that this is probably a four-win team. We'll get into that in just a moment. But the bottom line is you want to see this recruiting class start to show development. And one of the things that that would really help you with is the future recruiting. If these recruits in the 2024 class and the 2025 class and the 2026 and beyond see what you're able to do with these incoming kids, and especially with a lot of three-star kids, those four-star and five-star prospects are going to be like, man, look what Kenny Dillingham did with them. Imagine what he can do with me. That's what you want to establish here. Arizona State has not recruited a lot of five-star kids. They have two in the history of their program, Zach Miller and Vontez Burfecht. You better believe that that Kenny Dillingham wants to change that narrative. He wants to start getting five stars. He wants to start getting more four stars in here. He wants to change the outlook of this recruiting forever. This starts this season. Again, you don't need all these guys to start week one. You don't even need them to start in week 12. But what you do want to see between week one, or I should say week 13, game 12 is what I meant. Between week one and week 13, what you want to see is that these kids have developed and that they've taken steps forward in their, in their, in their process to becoming more than high school players and becoming true college athletes that can play in Division I football. That's what you want to see. Finally, I want to close with this. I think that reasonable expectations in terms of wins and losses should probably be around the four to six win margin. This is not an easy schedule for Arizona State. They've got Oregon, they've got USC, they've got Utah, they've got UCLA on their on their schedule. They've got Fresno State as their out of conference game. 
there's a lot of really, really tough games this year. And because of that, I don't know that it is even relatively um, reasonable, not even realistic, reasonable to ask Kenny Dillingham to have a record above 500. I think that if Kenny Dillingham went six and six and had a bowl game appearance, that is a massive, massive step forward for Arizona State Sunnivals football. I think even if he reached my peak of four wins this year, that would be great development and showing me that there is progress moving forward for this for this team and for this program to eventually start getting those consistent winning seasons and consistent bowl game appearances and maybe start competing in the Pac-12. Because remember, this is the last year of USC and UCLA being in the conference. They're leaving after this year. And that's something that we're going to get into tomorrow on the uh, outlook for the 2024 season. That's where I stand on 2023. What are your expectations for Kenny Dillingham in the 2023 season? Let me know on Twitter at RichieBrads36 or the podcast at LO underscore Sunnivals. Let me know in the comments on YouTube. Let me know what you guys think. And remember, wherever you're getting your podcast, to hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. Tomorrow's episode will be back at normal time, dropping at 3 a.m. Arizona time and 6 p.m. East Coast time. We'll be back on a regular schedule. I am probably about 80% healthy at this point. I apologize for the missed day. I appreciate your guys' patience, though. But we're back. We're better than ever. We're talking Kenny Dillingham. Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.